Yo, 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 what's good? I'm Filter Love People. It's your guy can listen because you know I listen from heaven to earth to me to you and settle it all in love. I am the Freedom Coach. You are now listening to Unfiltered Love Radio. If you've never listened to Unfiltered Love Radio before, let me be the first person to say welcome, 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 welcome. And if you always listen or you've listened occasionally before, thank you, thank you, thank you. It is imperative that we get the message of freedom out. It is my mission, my goal, my vision, my purpose in life to ensure that people are free to live their mega life. That's why you always hear me say, and you'll hear it every episode, be free, live your mega life. The purpose of this station is to ensure that we reach 7.8 billion people. 7.8 billion people. Yes, that's everybody on the planet, and even the little rural areas. But I can't do it alone. My voice is not your voice. Your voice is not my voice. We all have a unique voice to get this message of freedom up. We all have a unique voice to ensure that we are doing our part in our job to make people lit. Yes, lit, lifted, inspired, and transformed. That's what Unfiltered Love Radio is. When I speak of unfiltered love, I'm not talking about love that's filtered, love that only looks cute on cute days, but it's also love that looks angry, love that looks disgusting, love that looks gory. And so this season on Unfiltered Love, Radio, what we want you to know is that in 2022, forgiveness begins with you. In 2022, forgiveness begins with you. So look, sit back, relax, enjoy the show as we get into today's topic. Freedom is your success. Yo, so as we start the process and we start talking about forgiveness, is your success. We have to first talk about what forgiveness is. Then we have to talk about success. And then we have to talk about how is it yours? We have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to discuss. Uh, And you know, I can talk forever and ever. So this episode, if it goes over 30 minutes, is going to be two episodes in one. You'll get a part one and a part two. You know, the goal for the station in season four is to ensure that in season four, we're staying, we're staying within our time limits. We're staying within our time constraints. So I want you all to actually get the message and understand it and write it down and meditate on it. So that way you can share it. That way you are actually being able to be you, that you are able to be lifted, inspired, and transformed. You can be free and live your mega life. You know, that's the whole point of all this shit, you know? And yes, if you didn't know, there is some profane language. So if that is not of your taste, this might not be the podcast for you. We welcome all people, but we keep it uncensored. We keep it real and we keep it to the point. So for those of you that don't know why are we talking about in 2022 forgiveness is for you is because sometime in the spring, early summer, I'll be releasing a book. If you hadn't already signed up, make sure you go sign up at freedomcoachkels.com. That's freedomcoachkels, K-E-L-Z.com. The name of the book, if you don't know, it's called Fuck People. Yes, fuck people. Fuck means forgive, F you. You know, until change, that's the C and the K. Kindle. Forgive until change, Kindle. We all have to understand that forgiveness begins with us. Forgiveness begins with us. Forgiveness begins with us. I've said this 90 million times before, and I'll continue to say it probably the rest of my life. As long as I'll praise God, that's as long as I'll probably say forgiveness begins with you. We have to be the proponents of forgiveness. And y'all know I stuttered, but I'm not going to change that shit because I'm going to keep all these edits. I keep most of these edits in. Um, but forgiveness does begin with us. Our, 
our forgiveness and when we forgive and how we forgive and the way we forgive and the type of forgiveness that we have, it has everything to do with our mindset, has everything to do with our will, it has everything to do with our emotions, it has everything to do with how we make it in this life, how we get what we want, how we actually get what we need, how we actually allow others to help us on that journey. A lot of people think, oh, I can just forgive and it's, it's, I'm doing good. I'm doing what I, my reasonable service unto the Lord and I'm just living this life and it's so wonderful. No, fuck that. That is not why you forgive. That is a self-centered way of forgiveness. Or, you know, we think, oh, I'm going to forgive because I look good in front of other people because everybody wants me to forgive and I, I don't want to look like a bad person. So I'm going to quote unquote, forgive what a person has done for me. That's not the reason why either. Or you want to forgive because you just feel bad. You feel bad for not the person, your damn self. That's a lot of time why people want to forgive because they say, if I forgave, then I'm the bigger person. No, you're really just a person who suppressed everything that you were already feeling to act as if you forgave them when in your heart, you didn't really relinquish that situation. I know we're starting early today, but hey, you listen to Unfiltered Love Radio. You already know what type of time I'll be on. Let's go. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We are back. We are back. We are back. So we're talking about forgiveness is your success. Let's talk about forgiveness. A lot of people hear the word. You kind of hear the term is thrown around. But what is it really? What does it mean? Well, if you're looking, if we're looking into like. Merriam-Webster's Dictionary or Oxford, they actually have the same identical um, definitions, which is very interesting. And it means to cease from resentment. Or in the second one, it says relieve from payment. To give someone something in return, to claim something that was, was. But if you look at the words that makes up the word forgiveness, you have the word for, which means it's to give, right? Give. <laughs> so for is actually, you know, a conjunction that we use in the English language and, you know, give and then this is likeness or powers thereof. And that's just a regular breakdown. But when you look in the, when you look in the actual Hebrew and Greek, in Hebrew, it all, it, it, it's the it's like almost identical to the same word for repent, even though they're not the same word and they have a different function just because of where, where they lie in the, uh, dichotomy of the language. But what you do understand and what you'll see is that in the Greek, the word metanoia, right? And the word metanoia means to seek to pardon, to atone, to cover up, to seek to pardon, to atone, to cover up. That almost goes with our definition that we have in English, which is to cease from resentment. Cease from resentment. Relieve of payment. Now, everybody got student loans like me. You already know when they say we're going to give you loan forgiveness. Most of us shout hallelujah. and We ain't never probably prayed a day in our lives, but you're going to pray that day and praise God because that's a burden relieved. But that same burden that you get from relief from financial reliefs, you can you need it in your mental. You need it in your spiritual. You need it in your emotional. And so to cease from resentment. That is that definition stuck with me when I first saw, like, what does it really mean to forgive? And you, I've read about over the course of my life, I think I've read about 
50 books on forgiveness. And I keep reading these books and reading these books and they're wonderful and they're great. And they're like, forgive and you're gonna feel great. Forgive and you know, forgiveness is for you. And, and I was like, what the fuck are these people talking about? Just to be honest, <laughs> because they're telling me to do something that in my heart, I don't feel like these people deserve. In my heart, I don't feel like I should have to forgive somebody for doing dumb shit or for quote unquote, what we all say, common shit, common sense. It's common sense to treat people how you want to be treated. Well, that's not absolutely true because it's only common sense to those it's common to. If you were raised a certain way, if you have a certain ideology, if you have a certain paradigm that you aspire to or a certain religion or whatever, treating people how you want to be treated may look different across the board. Treating people how you feel they should be treated may look different across the board. It doesn't matter whether we think it's common or not. Our common knowledge is not everybody's knowledge base. So we can't go in assuming that, oh, I'm going to forgive people. I'm going to do this. I'm going to have that. And it just turns out to be what it is. We have to actually function and know and be at a point where we understand that forgiveness begins with us. Forgiveness begins with us. Forgiveness begins with us. So when we talk about ceasing from resentment, it's that resentment is whatever you're holding, whatever you're trying to claim, whatever is trying to be, that's where we talk about forgiveness begins with us. So as we continue to go on throughout the, the, the lesson and the message, remember the definition of forgiveness. You have to stop the resentment that you have for a situation, a person, a thing, whatever it is. You have to stop. You have to cease. You have to <laughs> feel or refill or relieve that payment system. You do because it's you that feels it. It's you that understands that it's not where it's supposed to be. You've made a determination in your head of what right, was wrong, was indifferent, was good, was bad, was love, was hate, was fear, was faith. You've made that decision. You've defined that for you. That doesn't mean that that definition goes over to everybody else in the damn world because it's your definition. You've defined it. You've put it into place. And now you've imprisoned yourself. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You have imprisoned yourself with all of these things of good, bad, or indifferent. With all of these things that are forgivable crimes and not forgivable crimes. With all these things that says, I'm a sinner, but I'm saved by grace. That don't make no fucking sense. But hey been saying it for about 2,000 years because you can't be two things that oppose each other at the same damn time. Yes, there is times you're going to be somebody's hero, somebody's villain, but you're not going to be a hero and the villain at the same time. You have to choose. They have to choose. It already has to be put into place of what a hero is and what a villain is and how it looks and how it's determined. If none of those things are put into place, then guess what? You live life freely because you haven't imprisoned yourself. But the moment that we say that there are rules and standards and we should be treated this way, we should act this way, things should flow this way, we've created a prison for ourselves and freedom is no longer an option. All right, we are back, we are back, we are back. We had a technical difficulty. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, you ain't gonna know it, but I'm telling y'all, we had a technical difficulty. But look, 
we're talking about forgiveness and we're talking about forgiveness is your success. When we're talking about forgiveness is your success, we're going to talk about these three areas. One, you surround yourself with things you forgive. Two, if you choose violence, guess who that's on? That's on you. And three, you are your success. You are your success. You are your success. I know it's not mantra moment and affirmation moment, and but y'all know I ain't gonna leave y'all without one. So since we're already here, let me give it to you now. We might have several in this one. Listen, I forgive so I can succeed. Say that with me. I forgive so I can succeed. I forgive so I can succeed. I forgive so I can succeed. I'm not forgiven because... I care what other people think. I'm not forgiving because my emotions told me to and I feel this imbalance. I'm not forgiving because it looks good and it sounds great. I'm forgiving so I can be successful. I'm forgiving so I can be successful. Success without forgiveness doesn't work because there's always something holding you from your next level of creativity from your next level of wealth from your next level of whatever from your really from your next level of health if we want to be honest if you were to look at any brain waves or blood test you will see that if you hold anger and if you hold joy you will see two different chemical balances one has a negative balance, which is the anger, the strife, the fear, the depression. It has a, it, that's a real chemical imbalance. But there's also a balance of joy and hope and faith and all of those things. And so when you're looking at all of that, that's where we learn. That's where we are. That's what we do. So as we're recording this podcast live, and for those of you that's listening on the replay, it's great. But for those that are in the Twitter spaces and the Discord spaces, we're recording it live on the podcast. And, you know, you're thinking about what am I thinking about to ensure that I am successful? And the one thing we don't think about, we think about the money, we think about the car, we think about the kids, we think about the type of job we want, we think about our health, we think about working out, we think about the food we eat. But we don't think about the intrinsic things like forgiveness and love and faith and hope and fears because all of those things play into who we are. That's why when we say forgiveness is your success, forgiveness is what frees you from the prison of your mind. What frees you from the prison of whatever religious concept you came from. What frees you from the prison of the opinions of other people. That's where we start. We start at forgiveness. So when I say, when you surround yourself in forgiveness, you are successful. What does that mean? Whatever you're around, whatever's feeding to you, whatever's pouring to you, whatever you need, you'll be forgiven. So let's take this for example. You know, we got to make this shit practical, right? Mm -hmm. Let's take this for example. You hang around people that are very successful and you are not the smartest person in the room, which you should never be. You know, but that's a whole nother podcast for another day. Y'all know we're going to go there. But you're not the smartest person in the room and you decide to listen. And you may not understand everything that's going on, but you decide, you know what? I'm going to listen to this shit. I'm going to try it out and see if it actually works. I'm going to test it and see. You know, what the, the old people say, try Jesus. And if you try him and you test him, and that's what they say, I've tried Jesus and it worked. Well, guess what? That's great for you. But somebody else chose Allah and it worked. Somebody else chose Gishnu and it worked. Somebody else chose forgiveness and it worked. 
me, Maya's tried NFTs and they actually working. <laughs> so, you know, we in this whole new space, we got to make it practical and real. You don't have to know everything about it to try it. Because trying it says, okay, I'm going to do it with hesitation. That's what trying really is, doing with hesitation. Now, you know, I believe if you're trying, you're failing. But that's a whole nother topic. Like I said, you go back to the old podcast if you want to hear that shit. But when you do it with hesitation, you've done it. That try is no longer a try. It's a do. So you may have said, oh, I'm going to try it. But once you've done it, once you've stepped one toenail in, and I hope you cut your damn toenails and get pedicures because that shit. Anyway, once you put one toenail in that thing, you're doing it. And now you're surrounding yourself with forgiveness. So that means you have to surround yourself with people who will actually, uh-oh, uh-oh, this big word, hold you accountable for the shit you do and say. You have to surround yourself with people that hold you accountable for you. Now, hold you accountable to a standard that they've created for you. Now, hold you to account accountable for a standard that the world has created for you, with your culture. But for you, when you said, you know what, this year I want to blank. I want to dot, dot, dot. I want to ellipsis. <laughs> you know, I got those grammar in there. Let's go have it. You have to. You have to surround yourself with people who say, hey, I thought your ass said you was going to make a billion dollars this year. What the fuck you doing? I ain't seen you do shit. What you mean you ain't seen it? Because if they tell you they didn't see it, guess who else didn't see it? Your purpose. Your vision. Your mission. Your plan. If it's not seen, is it really done? You know, in the military, when you, you know, worked in the field I worked in, if it's not documented, it's not done. It's never happened. It doesn't exist. It can't be. So when you surround yourself around forgiveness, then you surround yourself around accountability. But to also surround yourself around forgiveness means to be free. Uh-oh, that's my thing. That's what I say. Be free of your mega life. But what is that? Be free literally is to release and remove the prisons of your mind. That's what be free means. Release, remove the prisons of your mind. Once you've released and removed the prisons of your mind by not judging what's right and wrong, not doing, but actually taking damn moment by moment by moment by moment and saying, I'm judging this moment in this moment. I'm judging this moment in this moment. I'm not judging this moment for the rest of the moments in my life. I'm not judging this moment for everybody else's moments in this life. I'm judging it as it is. It happened in this moment. It happened at this time. And this was a specific case for this specific day. I don't hate the person. I don't hate the situation. I don't hate the thing. I don't even dislike it. At this point, it is what it is. That's freedom. Because now you've surrounded yourself with thinking that that was just a moment. You know, a lot of people piss you off in life, right? And I got some people that piss me the fuck off. That you just be like, oh, I'm not going to deal with you. I don't want to say nothing to you. You get on my nerves. Why did you do that? Nah, nah, nah. And we get ourselves all frustrated and angry and, and upset. And guess what? Nobody else feels that damn energy but you. That person didn't feel that shit. All the stuff that you went to go talk behind their back to everybody else, they didn't feel it either. You felt it and they just said, oh, okay. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw something like that and you're upset, you're mad, and you want everybody on your side, and you're trying to win friends to be unforgiving. 
So we are back. We are back. We are back. Last thing I said is you're trying to win friends through unforgiveness or that are unforgiving. That means that you chose violence. And I know you've read the Bible and it says, the violent take it by force and that force you. Shut the hell up. Shut up. Shut the hell up. Because that was really hell that just came out of your mouth. I never read. You know, and y'all know I, I I I talk about Bible because I know a lot of religions. I know a lot of principles. I know I've studied all of them just about. It's probably some few, you know, like little other uh, small religions that I haven't studied. But any of the major ones, including these the Asian ones, I I, I pretty much well heard that. And Christianity is just the one that because I live in America and we're kind of governed by pseudo Christian beliefs. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Because you can't be racist and, you know, say you love God. But anyway, that's another thing. Yeah, I keep telling y'all it's another thing for another day because I got to be having a lot of shit to talk, you know. But you believing to grab people who are unforgiving on your side and your team to agree with you, now you've just imprisoned them into your prison. So now they're under your authority and your control. That sounds like violence. The words we speak, they are spirit and they are life. The words we speak are spirit and life, which means that same way that we have the Zoe life inside of us that God breathed into us on day six when we were created, or that same life when there was a fight in the atmosphere and the two swords clashed together and there was a bang to create all of humanity and all that was to be. However you decide to tell the story, you spoke life into it because life lives inside of you. Your spirit lives inside of you to give other things life. So every word that we spell is a spell. What are you casting on people? Are you casting good? Are you casting blessings? Or are you casting curses? If your words are spirit and they are life, that means you can speak spirit and life. You know, a lot of people always used to say, the power of death lies in the tongue. No, the power of death, it does lie in the tongue. But the tongue means if you break it down to that other Hebrew word, it means in the speech, not in your physical tongue. I mean, power of death do lie in your tongue. If you eat some fat shit, you're going to get fat. You're going to probably have a heart attack and die. Get diabetes. You, you got to be on insulin for the rest of your life and die. I mean, come on. It is in your tongue. But when they talk about the word tongue, it's in your speech, it's in your vocabulary, it's in the way you talk, it's in the way you understand things, it's in the way you comprehend. It's all of that. It's all of that put into one. <sighs> so <laughs> if you choose violence, you choose against yourself. You choose against your success. You choose against forgiveness. When you choose against forgiveness, you become the ultimate loser. You know, the biggest loser, you know how like people go on the show and they they have all of this stuff inside of them. Now, imagine you're 600 pounds. And you're carrying all this weight and you're carrying all this baggage. And all of a sudden, one day you decide, I don't want to carry it. I don't want to carry it anymore. I don't want this shit. I want to live. I got stuff to do. I got places to go. I got kids to raise. I got I got people that I got a mentor. I got words to say. I My voice needs to be heard. But all of a sudden, you lose all of that. What happens? You have to redefine who you are. You have to look intrinsically to say, who am I? 
you have to start looking to the God in the mirror to say, hey, hey, I, I don't know you. Because much like the God in the sky will say, I never knew you. If you're not real with yourself, one day you got to look in the damn mirror and say, nigga, I don't know you. Who are you? What have you become? You're not the person that I intend to be. Have you ever been saying something and you're thinking and you're just saying, damn, that's not what I meant. Like people just misinterpret everything you say, everything you do and all of these things. That's because the way that you're saying it and the information you're putting out is not clear. And a lot of times it's because it's not clear to you because you're only, you're only, I don't know what only is. I think it's supposed to be only. But <laughs> yeah, look, y'all know what I be getting to talking. I be getting to talking. But you only heard it first from you. Then you regurgitated what you said. So when you're violent towards something or somebody, some situation, some moment, then you chose that. And you are the biggest threat to your success. Not racism. No. Not governmental systems. No. Not your family. No. You. Because you chose to be violent. You chose to be unsuccessful. Because nobody else felt that shit but you. Now, that doesn't say that if we choose to do something that people don't like or people don't feel or, you know, that's just out of this world that we're not going to be castrated or castrated. Hopefully you're not castrated, <laughs> ostracized and, you know, exonerated and move removed from life. That doesn't mean that because with freedom comes freedom. You have to be free from some relationships. You're going to hurt some people being free. Ah, You are going to hurt some people when you become free you know why because that prison we talked about earlier just like you set a set of rules for them and what do you think is common and what do you think is the right thing they also set that same rule for you So never does it ever say that vengeance should be yours, that revenge should be yours. You're always taught that, oh, vengeance is the Lord's. But if you are the Lord of your life and you haven't dismantled your kingdom, <laughs> are you ready for Jehovah's return? I'm just joking. But seriously, you have to dismantle the kingdoms inside of you. You have to dismantle all the armies you've built inside of you if you want to be successful. Your success, your forgiveness, it all has to do with, y'all know it, like everything else we want in this life. Us, it's our determination. It's our rule of thumb. It's how we live. It's what we see. The vision God gives me is not the same damn vision he gives you. The purpose God gives me is not the same damn purpose he gives you. The same, the voice God gives me is not the voice he gives you. Some people's like, I can't listen to you because you're going to cuss. You're going to say, fuck people. Oh, my God. So... And I lived in that because growing up in the church, growing up with strict family, you're taught, hey, don't use those words. Don't use those words. Those words are really bad. But then as you get older and you like looking at the lexicon and you're like, wait a minute. Another linguist came up with these words. They defined these words the way they wanted these damn words to be. Why don't I have that same power energy to define words how I want them to be? 
regardless of what comes my way. Because you are going to upset people that are not on your level. And that's okay. Because nobody normal has ever done anything to change the world. Nobody. Nobody. Not one. Everybody who was a changer and a world changer and all the heroes we look up to, and it doesn't matter what kind of hero it is, because some people that are heroes, I don't think they're some damn heroes. But guess what? They live to tell the story. When I was in the military, I used to always say that shit. Uh, we, went to, uh, <laughs> we went to Kuwait, and then we had to do this little mission in Afghanistan. And they was like, hey, so you know, Doc, when we go out there, you're going to have to do this. And I was like, uh, just give me a gun. So they give me a gun, but you know, in the medical field, you know, medical and chaplains were supposed to be non-combative. They give me a nine. I ain't want no damn nine. Give me the, give me a gun gun. You know what I'm saying? Nah, look, everybody, all my Marines got one. I, I want one too. So cool. You go out there and you see some people, they're just so gun-ho and they're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm a, but who lives to tell the story? The person that somebody might call a coward. The person who might have tensed up in that moment to be like, oh, I don't know, can I do this? Because the explosions are so loud. The shrapnel's all over the place. You see the smoke in the air. But the person who hid in the trenches and survived was the person who was able to document and tell the story. To give the reenactment so that way we can honor the people who did die. So we can honor the people who went for it all. Somebody has to live to tell the story. Who's going to tell your story of success? You have to surround yourself with success, which is our third point. Your success is what you are. It's what you surround yourself with. It's how you act. It's how you feel. And if you didn't surround yourself in forgiveness, then you've imprisoned yourself out of success. Everything that you wanted no longer can exist because you've already determined that it is not for you because you don't wanna be accountable and you chose violence. And now you're not gonna speak those things that you need. You're not gonna speak those things that are not as if though they were. And when you do speak them, you're gonna speak them in fear and not faith, which they work the same. They come by hearing. And what are you hearing? What are you listening to? Are you listening to your heart? Are you listening to your mind? Are you listening to reason? Are you putting it all together and decide that, you know what, I'm going to critically think about everything I want to do. And I feel like in this damn generation, we forgot what the fuck critical thinking skills were. If I say Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear, Fuzzy Wuzzy had great hair, anybody who took a critical thinking class know, oh, is that a red herring or a slippery slope? And then you have to deal with that in your mind. And if you don't know, go Google it right now. Red hair and slippery slope, critical thinking, you know, you, you, you'll see. You'll be like, oh, shit. But you have to decide. You have to decide. You And then you have to stand on that decision because what you learn in critical thinking that there's really no wrong answers is much like philosophy. And philosophy is much like how we live life. There's really no wrong answers. There's just different paths to get to where you're supposed to go. Now, how you choose to go there is up to you. But I tell you this, trying to go somewhere within prison confinements will not help you, <laughs> will not get you there. You can't be out the box living in prison.
are back. We are back. We are back. We are back. And we closing up. We wrapping this thing up. So as we wrap up, remember, forgiveness is your success. Success is when everything around you is working exactly how you want it to work. I remember I had a professor in college. Uh, that was my homie. <laughs> uh, shout out to Cal State Northridge, because you know, Matadors Olay. But he used to always say, you are magic. You can create magic. And I came up with this whole concept of magic, make a genuine connection and all of this great stuff, right? And then one day I said, you always talk about magic, bro. What's magic? He says the ability to do what you want to do, how you want to do it, when you want to do it. And I say, that's magic? He said, no, that's power. Magic is you doing it. I say, yo. And it ne I never forgot that. I always remember that for the rest of my life. And I teach that. The moment you do something, you created magic. When I go cut the light switch on and the lights actually come on, now make sure y'all pay y'all bills. You don't pay your damn bills and the lights ain't gonna come on. Anyway, when you cut the light on, you just did magic. Magic ain't nothing that's is, is having one result to the other. Going from darkness into the marvelous lights of God. That's what magic is. But success is when you surround yourself around everything you want, everything you need, Everything you desire, when you surround yourself around that, is your success. If you choose violence, then you suffer and you make everyone else around you suffer. When you choose violence, which is unforgiveness, you've imprisoned yourself. And now that prison has imprisoned everyone around you because you've also not only put yourself in this box of what's not gonna hurt you and your vows, and we'll talk about vows a little more as we go throughout the series, but you, you vowed that you wouldn't be hurt again. And because you vowed that you wouldn't be hurt again, now you start cutting people out who may be there to help you. Now you see traits that you say, oh, this reminds me of so-and-so and, and his and hers, and all of a sudden, ho-ho, <laughs> You're guarded. You have a gate up. Freedom no longer lives within you because you can't be free because you got so many damn layers to get to you. But you suffer. And the people around you suffer. So are you really surrounding yourself with success with that mindset and that attitude? Point three. Indy Irie says some words that I thought when it comes to forgiveness, it's probably what made me start thinking of this whole thing. So in the song, Get It Together, she says, the choice is yours, no matter what it is. Choose life. Damn, those words are in the Bible. <laughs> it hit me. It was like, yo, wait a minute. Jesus says, hey, I've given you everything concerning life and godliness. Choose life. But then the lyric goes on to say one more thing that I thought to choose life is to choose to forgive. <gasps> Yo, I don't care how many Bible scriptures I read. They always talk about forgiveness. They always talk about forgiveness. I've read all these books about forgiveness and nobody told me the damn reason and how and the way and how do you freaking forgive? Nobody, nobody. And I've read, I'm telling you, it's at least, it's a lot of books. And it's over a course of years and people forgive, forgive, forgive. And what it is, is these people got this concept. They understood how freeing it was. They understood they didn't want to live in this prison anymore. So they write these wonderful books. And I mean, some of the books are fantastic. 
some of the books are fantastic we could talk about the books if you want to which ones are good which ones are eh, and which ones just really hey, hit hit it home and make you want to forgive but they never told you how which is the reason why after all of that and after all of this time i decided okay i want to write the seven steps to kindle forgiveness so this is where fuck people comes from it's forgive until change kindles the seven steps to kindle forgiveness how do you do it why do you do it what do you do it for and when all of those questions will be answered in the book as we go out through this series you probably pick up a lot of it because most of this most of this whole forgiveness series and all 2022 forgiveness is for you the majority of that will be centered around the concepts in the book and if y'all listen to the next episode i'll give you a little sneak peek of what the seven steps are we're going to actually walk through them we're going to go through them we're going to uh get that that real metanoia <laughs> that real forgiveness and we're going to make it practical because it is my goal is my vision it is it is everything to make sure people understand what it is to forgive so you can be free and live your mega life there's just a freeing thing when it comes to forgiving people it's a freeing thing when it comes to forgiving yourself it's a freeing thing when it comes to forgiving situations and that's not to say that you necessarily forgot about it. That's not to say the shit is not hard, but that's to say that you're gonna unlock the prisons inside of you or the prisons that you've created or the prisons that you've put other people in and be free. You're gonna free yourself to not condemn people. You're gonna free yourself not to scorn yourself. You're gonna free yourself not to look at situations as if they're bondage and trapped. So I hope you learned something. I hope you enjoyed. Make sure you share this message. Make sure you understand this message. If you got a question, you know I like damn dialogue. Monologues are cool, but y'all know, hit me on any social media platforms. Make sure you go sign up for the book at freedomcoachkels.com. And as we always say around here, be free and live your mega life. Oh, thank you.